This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. On Valley Views today, we're pleased to welcome Deb Adams, chair of the Custer County Tourism Board, to catch up on the latest. Deb, welcome back. Always a pleasure to be here, Gary. Now, how long have you been on the tourism board? Um, I'm in my fifth year, I think. Wow. Yeah, (laughs) having fun. There you go. And what was it about the tourism board that called you? Well, one, the tourism board is funded by that 2% lodging tax. So we do have money that we can spend and invest in marketing as well as investing back into the community. And then it was just something that uh, kind of fit with uh, my mindset of trying to help the community as I know tourism is uh, one of the economic drivers of this county. And the lodging tax is fairly significant, as I recall. Yes, so it's a 2% lodging tax from hotels, inns, as well as short-term rentals. And the amazing thing that we saw in 2021, normally we average about $55,000 in lodging tax. But for 2021, while we were still in COVID, rural areas of Colorado were definitely discovered and visited. And our lodging tax for 2021 ended up being over $90,000. So so that's a 63% increase from normal. We were thrilled, but we think it might just be a fluke. And those of us who live in the Valley definitely noticed an uptick in visitors during the COVID times. Yes, uh, pretty much many rural communities were discovered because people weren't necessarily traveling out of state. So Front Range, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, they came to the Wet Mountain Valley. Now I've seen the stickers around. Remind us of the tagline of the tourism board. Uh, We developed Come for the Mountains, Stay for the Stars. The mountains are definitely one of our biggest draws with hiking, fishing, backpacking, camping, bagging a 14er. And then Come for the Stars, you really have to appreciate how dark our night sky is. I certainly do. So how did the arts fit into local tourism? There's music like the High High Mountain Hay Fever Bluegrass, uh, High Peaks Music Festival, the Blues Fest. There's the Sangres Art Guild, the other galleries. Uh, You are taking the words right out of my mouth, Gary, because I wanted to acknowledge and thank the organizations that bring this community back to life in the summer, including yourself, KLZR, with uh, the Summer in the Park, the High Peaks Music Festival, the Second Street Block Party, uh, Sangre's Art Guild and their Third Street Art Shows and Receptions, the Westcliff Performing Center for the Performing Arts and their Shakespeare in the Park and their live theater. There are so many wonderful things going on this summer. And for anyone who wants to see how much is going on, we invite you to go to our website, visitwetmountainvalley.com, and go to the events page. And it's just pages and pages of great things happening this summer. There are a lot of great things going on. Uh, The radio station has 10 concerts planned, and nine of them are free, we're pleased to say. So uh, we hope to see you there. High Mountain Hay Fever Bluegrass is the second weekend in July, 
and that's one of the longest-running uh, things in the Valley. So uh, how about the historical sites like All Aboard Westcliff, Beckwith Ranch, uh, Silvercliff Museum? So what tourism is doing with that? So first off, if you're familiar with the then and now historic Turing booklet that was last printed in 2007. Tourism is collaborating with a bunch of different groups and individuals to redesign and reprint that. It probably won't come out until the end of this year because it's a major project, but we are showcasing more of our heritage. And then the other thing that tourism is doing, since we did so well with the lodging tax, we requested more funds to be able to reach out to All Aboard Westcliff, Silvercliff Museum, and the Beckwith Ranch and help them with their trifold literature. So we're providing them professional graphic design services as well as providing them with 1,000 brochures that they can use for marketing. That's a good deal. So tourism has some projects out in front. In fact, there's things hot off the press like the Custer County Guidebook, your hiking map, your town map. Tell the folks about those. Yes, uh, we're very excited about the 32-page full-color Custer County Guidebook. This publication will replace the CART Discover Guide that is no longer being published. Then we also have a hiking map of both the Sangre de Cristos and the Wet Mountains, and we collaborated with Trails for All. Herb Kober helped us out greatly to make sure the uh, trails were accurate, and it was designed and created by part-timer Bob Pratt, who was a retired National Geographic map maker and so very excited about uh, the relief map that's coming out. And then people asked for it, businesses asked for it, so we created a new town map of Silvercliff and Westcliff. And these three publications are all expected to be delivered this week and will be available at the Welcome Center that will be opening up uh, this Friday, April 1st. Great. There was a report on economic impact of travel, and Custer County came out high in that study. That is because COVID sent a lot of people to the rural areas of the state. People weren't necessarily getting on a plane yet, but they were hopping in their car. So Custer County and Westcliff, Silvercliff, Lake Isabel has definitely been discovered by the masses. And so Custer County Tourism is doing our best to be able to make sure that the visitor experience is an enjoyable one. Let me remind folks, we're visiting with Deb Adams, chair of Custer County Tourism Board. Deb, how do you use social media and how effective are those tools for your group? So in the past, we have invested in social media, but I did make a decision with the board that we were going to take the money that we were, if I can say, throwing at social media and invested back into our community. That's why we're working with the heritage organizations. We're going to refresh some of the banners that are um, hung on Main Street. So our social media presence is more 
organic than paid for right now. And we have found that when we post really beautiful images of uh, the wet mountain valley, we get a lot of engagement and sharing. So for 2022, at least at this time, we are working with social media in a more organic fashion and taking the funds to invest back into the community. Okay. Now, how do you collect visitor feedback? Is there a way to do that? And what do you hear? We get a lot of visitors into the Welcome Center, and so they might give us some feedback. I think everyone is always charmed by our small town. They feel that it's a very friendly community. They like walking around. So, you know, the new example of Planet Walk, which makes people walk around. One of our, uh, I guess, taglines besides come for the mountain, stay for the stars, is also to uh, relax and unwind, get away from the, the madness of the front range and just slow down, enjoy the view, shop in the mom and pop shops, and just enjoy a, a slower pace of life. I understand tourism has uh, developed a restaurant schedule. Yes, yes. Uh, Jackie Shepard, one of our board members, created a, an Excel spreadsheet of all the restaurants, where they are, and then their hours each, uh, each day of the week. In the winter, it has changed a lot. We hope it slows down and becomes more steadfast, but we do call it uh, Jackie's List of Places to Eat, Drink, and Enjoy Yourself. And it is available for anyone to download, once again, from our website, visit wetmountainvalley.com, and go under Food and Beverage, and there will be a little button there that you can press and download the restaurant schedule. And also, the guidebook, the town map, the hiking map, they will also be available to download. It'll be an interactive Custer County guidebook that people can download from the website. That sounds quite useful. So there must be some folks in town who are on the we don't like tourist side. It gets too busy, uh, etc. What do you say to them? I say to them to try to appreciate that tourism is one of the economic drivers of the county and that the businesses greatly appreciate the influx of people during the summer season. So enjoy, you know, hibernating in winter. But I think it's wonderful that our community and our town comes alive with music and art and special events. So if you don't like tourism, I'll suggest to not come into town on the weekends. <laughs> As we run short of time, remind us of the hours and the days of the Welcome Center and also your website. Okay, so the Welcome Center will be reopening this Friday, April 1st, and will be open Fridays and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So we're only open two days a week until Memorial Day weekend. Then we add Thursdays, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and that is through the month of September. Then we go back to two days a week, and then we're closed probably from uh, after Thanksgiving until the beginning of April. So we're closed four months just because it's really slow. And then our website, visit wetmountainvalley.com, just has oodles of information of uh, the places to 
to go, the things to do, the things to see, and lots of valuable information with events as well as a business directory. Okay. Deb, any final thoughts? Uh, I guess one more thing is uh, if you don't receive our monthly newsletter, we encourage people to sign up for it. And that's just click on a link down at the bottom that says sign up for the e-newsletter. And we send that out once a month. Great. Deb, thanks for stopping by. Always a pleasure, Gary. We've been visiting with Deb Adams, chair of the Custer County Tourism Board. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.